The following email message is the first of four questions that will be answered on this week's God Said, Man Said feature. Hello, my best friend recently chose the homosexual lifestyle. As a Christian, how do I deal with that lifestyle? I already accept her for who she is. We are very open in our friendship. I'll feel like a terrible friend if I don't support her, but I don't think I should support her in this. Can you please send your opinion? And thanks for your time. This is a great website, Abby. God said, man said, response. Dear Abby, you asked for our opinion concerning a homosexual friend, and an opinion is certainly not what you need. Opinion is what you have when you don't have the truth. God's word is truth. God's word is absolute. We will offer you the absolute truth from God's word. Your homosexual friend has chosen another path, unfortunately a deviant path, a path that is an affront to nature and an abomination unto God. This path leads to ruin, disease, early death, and the ultimate curse of eternity in the lake of fire. Please take a minute before you continue and click on the homosexuality on this website. There is still hope for your friend if she will repent of this evil, turn from this gross iniquity, and turn unto the Lord Jesus Christ in full surrender. Our Lord will forgive and deliver and renew her. If you love your friend, and I'm confident you do, you will show her the impending judgment that awaits her decision and offer unto her the Lord Jesus' hand of deliverance. And your support for her salvation, you are required by commandment to separate from her company. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9-11 through 11. I wrote unto you in an epistle not to company with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of this world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with idolaters, for then must ye needs go out of the world. But now I have written unto you not to keep company. If any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such an one know not to eat. Note that fornication is any sexual act, act not sanctified by the marriage union. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 14 and 15. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Our Lord Jesus Christ is the standard of all righteousness, and he was separate from sinners. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 26. For such an high priest became us who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. Also, Abby, the homosexual lifestyle is classified in God's word as an uncleanness, Romans chapter 1, verse 24. Jesus gives his followers power over unclean spirits, Matthew 10, 1. And when he had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Unclean spirits are contagious, and that's another reason you should separate from this company. Be strong in God's word and not in your reasoning and emotions. Do not follow your heart. Pray for your friend. May God give you understanding. The letter that follows is a discussion concerning the family dinner table. I love your website. I still have a lot more to read, but I wanted to say something about microwave ovens. You probably have read about the destruction of nutrients in foods that have been exposed to radiation. But it occurred to me a while back that the microwave oven has led to an even larger destruction of the family. Because mom doesn't have to plan a meal in advance, she buys products that will be cooked in the microwave in a jiffy. But these products have higher fat, less fiber, etc., junk food. And Junior doesn't want to have to be home for a hot meal anymore. 
So instead of eating with the family, he eats by himself, usually in front of the TV, whenever he gets home, if he hasn't uh, stopped for fast food. Dinner is no longer a family event, and the food is no longer healthy, mainly because of the microwave oven. I'm sure you can expand on this topic. God bless Patty. God said, man said, responds. Dear Sister Patty, a family should make a point to dine together. It is a very spiritual thing. Cohesive spiritual unions are enhanced as we dine together. God gives commandments concerning the dinner table in 1 Corinthians 5.11. But now I have written unto you not to keep company if any man that is called a brother be a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such and one know not to eat. The evening dinner table is a spiritual place where the family meets to give thanks for God's blessings and to fellowship with one another. It's a spiritual place. God places great focus on the dinner table in the scriptures. Mention of it, uh, mentions of it are numerous, such as the Passover dinner, the Lord Jesus' Last Supper. After the resurrection, the apostles knew it was Jesus in the breaking of bread and the great marriage supper of the Lamb scheduled yet to come. It is Satan's desire to destroy good family structure and relationships. Annihilating the family supper table is one of the keys to his success, just another strand in the spider's web. The typical family's abandonment of a family supper hour has been augmented by various outside pressures. Some of these pressures would be as follows. 1. The desire of many parents that the wife should work outside the home to enhance their buying power. 2. The need for many mothers, especially single mothers, to work outside the home to support the family, often with conflicting work schedules. 3. A husband who doesn't earn enough money in his 40-hour-a-week job forcing his wife into the workforce. It must be noted that a 40-hour work week is not the 11th commandment. Number four, extracurricular school and social events competing with family dinner time. Number five, the television, video games, etc., etc. Most of these situations can be controlled, but the appetite to do so in many homes is not there. Microwave technology and easy fast food are not the culprits, but they certainly are facilitators. The parents' priorities are the reason for either the collapse or promotion of this God-ordained daily event that takes place when a family gathers together to give thanks and dine together. The following email arrived as a single-sentence question. Does the church have prophets, prophetesses operating in this age? Myra. God said, man said, responds. Dear Sister Myra, the answer is yes, of course. Ephesians chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascendeth up on high, he led captivity captive, and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12:28. And God hath set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Myra, it must also be noted that there too are false prophets. 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. 
and through covetousness shall they with vain words make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbereth not. A true prophet will measure up to the word of God. Many that give themselves such titles are frauds, so beware. First John 4, verse 1, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. This last email is one of the most frequently, frequently asked questions on this website. We have answered it on this site many times. It reads as follows. I am trying to educate my family and friends based on what I am learning from your site. But everybody asks the same questions. Who are these people? Who wrote this stuff? How do we know that they are credible? What's his or her name, etc., etc.? Can you give me some background information on GodSaidManSaid.com? Signed, Marsus. God said, man said, responds. Dear Brother Marsus, in regard to who we are, for starters, click on to which religion? An intro to God said, man said, sponsor radio ads, and the truth knows no opinion. Regardless of who we are, the word of God found in the majority text King James Bible is lifted up as the standard, not a group or denomination. All scripture passages are noted and references listed on this website. Have the inquisitors check them out for themselves. May the face of the Lord shine upon you and prosper your efforts. Signed, the team at GodSaidManSaid.com.